0: Hi friends, and welcome to another episode of Priceless Backstories. I'm your host, Amy price Bromberg, and I am so happy to be here with you today. As we're coming off a 4th of July weekend, I truly hope that you're enjoying your summer. This week is the start of a Women's Soccer World Cup, and there's some neat news from our very own Aubrey Bledsoe Kingsbury, as she got called up to be a goalie on the women's national Team. My team at Athletes in Action mentored Aubrey through AIA in her time playing soccer at Wake Forest in North Carolina before she went pro. She's just an awesome gal who's living for Christ, and she's an incredible soccer player. Check out Aubrey and her team this week as they play July 26th at 9 p.m. Eastern on Fox. Aubrey asks us to pray that God takes center stage and that players, fans, and the media will personally encounter him. It's so exciting to think that she's got this sweet opportunity of a lifetime. Well, we have a great show in store as we talk with one of the coolest teachers I know, Mrs. Sandra Dowdy. I hope you stick around to the very end. Guys, if I could hang out for an hour with anyone, Mrs. Dowdy makes the list. She was my ninth grade Spanish teacher. She's so fun and inspiring, and she just loves people so well. You're in for a treat. Before we get into today's conversation, I've got to tell you about the newest book that's coming out on Amazon this week. She's a Priceless Backstories guest and a friend of mine and a friend of the pod. Tanya Matoran has written a book and it's hitting the shelves on July 29, 2023. I've read it myself and it's truly incredible, authentic, spirit-filled, and practical. The book is called Covered, My Breast Cancer Story and Practical Insight for Yours. And it has such a pretty design on the front. Tanya shares in episode three on the podcast that it's the book she wished she had when she was first diagnosed with breast cancer in 2018. You can pre-order the ebook on Kindle anytime or with one click, you can order it on Amazon today, starting July 29th. Get one for you, get one for a friend, and you'll be glad that you did. Don't forget to check out Tanya's story on episode three, And please share it with a friend or on your socials. Now to today's episode with Miss Sandra Dowdy. So welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. I'm happy to be here. That's uh, always surprises me if somebody says I was one of their favorites. I don't know why. I just, but you're you're all my favorites. I always have kids. I'm your favorite, right, Mrs. (laughs) Dowdy? Especially between siblings. Yes, for sure. For sure.
0: Yeah, so... Um, Mrs. Sandra Dowdy. So she teaches at Lincoln View High School, junior high high school, um, here in Van Wert County. And how many years have you been teaching?
1: Thirty actually. This um I substituted for a full year um up in Williams County, so and okay. Paulding County. And then I um I've been at Lincoln View for 29 years. So this will be my 30th year at Lincoln View coming up. Very so. cool.
0: And you're not only teaching, <laughs> um, you're also coaching. Yeah, right this past year. So tell us more yep. about that as well.
1: Yep. Uh oh boy, I've been helping with the junior high track and field for I'm not even sure. 15 to 20 years probably. I I'm not even sure. I like it, so I don't keep track, I guess. But <laughs> yeah, track and field it was my favorite sport turned out to be my favorite sport. Um yeah. I almost didn't do it even in school, but um you know how your friends talk you into coming along with them. So yeah, um, yeah, that's how that happened. And I love it. And I love doing the junior high year because it's new to all of them. It's not something they might have been in previously. Everybody's on a level playing field for the most part. It's new to everybody. Yeah, they're all trying out track right for the first time. And I tell them there's no bench to sit on, you know, (laughs) come on out. I'll find something for you to do. You don't want to run. That's okay. You don't have to run jump for me or throw something. Throw something. Me. Yeah. I'll find something. Just come hang out with That's us. That's great. Did you have a
0: track background at all
1: or not? Um. So I, yeah, I did track in junior high okay. that, I, that ended up happening because I played basketball and um, my friends were going to do track hmm. and they said, you know, come on. And I said, Okay. I, Come along well you know I was pretty ordinary and I thought okay well that was fine for junior high I'm not going to do that in high school Um, my friend I can still remember my friend Tammy saying I don't want to go by myself please come (laughs) with me to the first practice and I thought oh gee okay and stuck with it and I don't know what happened somewhere (laughs) between junior high and high school my speed kicked in and I ended up in regional finals, a few times, and really, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, it's kinda of heartbreaking to be fifth at regionals, <laughs> fifth at regionals, yeah, because the top four in track go oh. on to state, okay, so i I missed it by eight hundredths. Of a second. So what were you running? what? In the 200. Oh, the 200. Wow, mm-hmm. so half a lap. That was my junior yeah. year. My senior year, I pulled a hamstring in regional finals. Yeah. I have the 100-meter dash. Okay. And I had one of the top four times. Oh, so, wow. But, you know, that's. I think, you know, maybe that person that would have gotten, you know, wouldn't have gotten the chance to go. Maybe for some reason uh, that person needed to go. I can say that now. Yeah. Oh boy, you weren't thinking a that long, as not, a 13
0: year old or no, yeah. no way, no way. Not
1: as a senior in high school. No. Oh, as a senior that in was high school my senior okay. year, yeah. Yeah. No. yeah, I was thinking that was my last shot. Yeah. You know. So, but yeah. well,
0: I am so excited to have you on the podcast. And I, I genuinely mean that. Um, what for the listeners, what you yeah. might not know is one of the reasons that this is a special episode is that we are actually recording from Your basement.
1: We are. We're in my new basement here. We are right here Mm -hmm. in her home. And
0: um, (laughs) just as she's been showing me around, and this is a really um, significant part of her journey. As many of you maybe have had unplanned adversity in your life, or maybe some things that have been shaken up over the years. And um, she has been walking, um, yeah, more recently just through some adversity. And so, um, yeah, we're going to get back to that in a little bit. But It's really cool that we're coming to you from her home right here. Yeah. yeah. So, and so you're going to hear some stories behind that. Mrs. Dowdy, could you share with me a little bit about your family?
1: Yeah, sure. I Well, I grew up in Edgerton, Ohio. I went to Bluffton University. It was Bluffton College at the time. Yeah, Yeah, it's Bluffton University, but um, met my husband there, uh, dated for four and a half years. I never thought he was going to ask me to marry him. Mm. I had kind of given up on that, but he did. Mm. And, um, we have two children. Callista is my oldest and justice, my youngest. And Callista has two children, mm. Shaley and Rowan. And yeah. justice is about to have his first child, Jalen. And, mm. um, Calista is married to Mitchell and, uh, justice is married to Ashley. Ashley was a, Lincoln View graduate also, so um, and both my kids went to Bluffton University as well. Hmm. They graduated with a bachelor's degree in one of them in public health, one of them in um, business and sports management, hmm. and then they decided to be teachers. Okay, so, so it runs in the family. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. But my husband's a teacher at heart really as well Mm. Um, he worked at star commonwealth for 20 years before they closed the van Wert campus down and Mm. he was just amazing with the troubled youth that is kind of how they Mm. you know called it we work with troubled youth so yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah. that's really neat too because what i've learned about star over the years Mm -hmm. correct me if i'm wrong but it's just the significance of the boys having men, you know, to look up to. Model. Yeah, mm-hmm. just modeling what it's like to be a man, you mm-hmm. know, for the high school boys there at the Star. Yep. And, and so definitely have a lot of respect, yeah. you know, for what they've done over the years.
1: Yep, yep. So yeah. now he is, he just recently took a uh, job here at, for Van Wert County as the health commissioner at the health oh. department. So okay. that's what he's doing now. Huh. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah.
0: Well, I got to see your grand kiddos upstairs. Yes. A couple of them. So, um, what is it like for you to be a grandma?
1: Mm. Oh boy. Was well, everybody kept saying it's just the best. And I remember when Shaylee was born, I didn't get to bring her home. Oh. <laughs> so, you know, to yeah. my home. Callista, <laughs> my daughter, got to take home, and I thought, what Wait is so great about this? Yeah. I, you know. But as they get older and they start reaching for you and then they start talking and oh just when they come every time I Hmm. I mean I just saw them two days ago yeah but as soon as they pull up and get out grandma and it's just it's just awesome to get to be so fun and I get in trouble sometimes you do yes I have learned that I do have to behave as grandma and what is not, what how are you squirrely?
0: Like what, how do you get in trouble as a grandma? <laughs> so
1: well so for example at bedtime they might be thirsty or want oh. a little snack and you know mom says no and then We stay up reading and playing a little longer, and mom has gone to bed. (laughs) And I say, Well, I'll just get you a little bit to drink or a little snack. Yes. And then that would be fine, except for the next day when I was about to leave, I was over at their house. Yeah. Then they say, Mom, yeah, Grandma let us. And I said, Shh, shh,
0: don't tell mom.
1: Yeah. So I said, That's it. Do not ask me to break the rules. Uh, It just depends. Yeah. It just depends. Well, it's
0: got to be such a blessing, though, to be a (laughs) grandma, getting to spoil your little grandkids. And I know for my mom, that's been super fun. Just coming from a baby shower this morning, right? I was telling you. um, Kurt and Trister are having a second daughter, and, and so my mom is you know over the moon and just Absolutely. loves getting to babysit um, their first daughter, Tinley, my little yes, niece. So
1: yes, it's definitely a blessing. So many people, their question yeah. to me at first was, "What will you be called?" Oh, and I didn't even know that that was like such a huge thing. But I think people hear the word grandma, and you know, <laughs> society <laughs> says, "Don't age, don't age." You yeah, know, grandma sounds older. So. Yeah. Yes. But my mom didn't get to be a grandma. She passed away when she was 53 mm. before I was even out of college. Yeah. She passed away. Wow. And so I say, call me grandma. Yeah. I, I don't, it doesn't bother me at all because mm. it is a blessing to get to be a grandma. So, yeah. Totally. But it, whether you're Nana or whoever, you know, Gigi. So, um, yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Mm. Yeah. It is. <laughs> yeah. That's touchy for me. You can see probably in my eyes (laughs) but yeah treasure
0: treasure these moments and these days with your grandkiddos (laughs) so you are a woman who I would say are is very passionate about teaching Mm -hmm. but what I've Mm -hmm. seen even just through friends that I know who had you when they were in junior high or even my cousins kids Mm -hmm. who are now have you right and a whole other generation of kids but I've seen your passion for teaching, but also I think a big part of it is just your passion for people Mm -hmm. and for the kids. And even as we were just reminiscing a little bit ago about, you know, how is this person doing? How's that person doing? Oh, it's so fun to see them thriving. And these are kids that you taught in Spanish class, right? Nearly years ago, 15 years ago, you know? (laughs) And so that's one thing that I have really appreciated. And I think there is something about when you're a kid or a student in the classroom and you see a teacher who's passionate about their subject um, Mm -hmm. and really wanting kids to understand and grasp, you know, whether it's math or science or Spanish. Um, But also, Mm -hmm. but also you can just tell they care, you know, about Mm -hmm. you as a person. And so some of the things that I remember, I'm going to do a little bit of coming back to Spanish class. Okay. (laughs) Back in when I was in junior high, but um, some of the, my favorite
1: things were um, we had this match, like a dating game. Yeah, you know i yeah. about? I do. That you did with us? Yeah. And this was more high this was high school actually. Oh, I feel you, like it, it was eighth grade. I yep. So you taught it freshman? Been, freshman. Okay, maybe year. it was freshman yep. year. Okay. Oh yeah, Valentine's Day. And yes. I modeled that after MTV. Um, they had a show. Um and I modeled it after that. And it was it was a matching game okay but I thought I can take that and turn it into Spanish and get these kids attention you know and yeah we'll be learning the vocabulary um so it was just a fun thing on Valentine's Day that we okay. would do and you would kind of pick what you preferred you know tall or short or you know so alta alto or pequeño. That Pequeño, no? Pequeña okay. is little, little? Yeah, you know, or yeah. So, <laughs> so you had Gordo had, or what's the opposite yeah, of Gordo? Yeah, Gordo, um, oh, Ben, oh, it's Ben, oh, it's oh, Delgada. Okay. Delgado. Somebody
0: fact checked us on this. Okay. Delgado, Delgada, Whether it's skinny yeah, or maybe a little yeah, more yeah, overweight. I'm pretty
1: sure that's yeah. it. Yeah. 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 It's surprising how it comes back. It does. I did get to teach some junior high Spanish for okay. a while, but, um, Um, this next year, I'll be teaching ELA and math. And I've always said, Mm. um, just give me, just tell me what you need me to teach. Mm. And, you know, the administration kind of does that. The year before that, I did a class of world history. You know, I've done the Spanish, I've done some math. um, But my base right now is the Language arts. Yeah. Um, I try to tell them to stay away from science. I'm not, I feel like that's my weakness, but maybe that's why I should teach it. I don't know. (laughs) But you're right in the fact that uh, just tell me what to teach. Mm. I just want to be with those kids. Kids. Yeah. I just want to make connections with those kids and help them with whatever Mm. they need help with. Yeah. Because, you know, there are kids that you you know they have enough people they that price family i love that price family everybody shows they up have, they they show you go up to a basketball
0: game or softball game they show up the whole family's there
1: so envious of that really mm. um because you know i'm not from here and mm. you know we don't have a lot of family here to yep. show up when my kids did that but yeah but but the community takes you in the yep. oh, talking you know we'll talk about that more with what happened with our house. But, Mm. um, but then there are the kids who maybe don't have Mm. that kind of support system. Yeah. And um, the difference that one person can make, you Mm. know, I, some people, I think once in a while when I'd spend time with maybe a student that wasn't the best student, not the best behavior, not the best choices. But I always, and and maybe this is partly from Daryl, um, maybe his work at Star. Mm-hmm. You know, I I did summer school out there. Actually, I would teach out at Star in yeah. the summer and do summer school with those kids, and they were they were great. Hmm. Um, but um, the I think the kids start to understand that I don't take their behavior and think that that is them.
0: Hmm. Yeah.
1: I think why why is that behavior happening? What is going on? That's a result of something to me. Mm. And um, so what what do they need from me? or yeah. what resource can I get for them? Mm. Um, That's
0: I, good. Like what are they lacking or what's yeah. their backstory? What, what's, exactly. what's the reality of what's Yeah, right backstory? the backstory, but like, yep. what's the reality of their family situation? What What are they looking for? Mm-hmm. Whether it's, whether it's a high school kid or it's an yeah. elementary student or whether it's a college student, right? We work with yep. college students yep. with athletes in action, but I think you're right on. There's typically like, something that's happened in a person's life or something they're looking for,
1: mm-hmm. whether
0: it's like I just want to be loved. Yeah. yeah. I just don't have a dad. Yep. I just it's wish that one. people would see me. Yeah. I feel like a mistake, right? All those things yeah. that are at the heart level where it's like yeah. that most likely is actually informing their behavior. And mm-hmm. ours as well, right? Yeah. There's this mm-hmm. and so I wonder totally. what when you hear the statement um that people or kids typically don't really care a whole lot about what you know unless they first know that you care, that you care about, them. like how have you experienced that even from when you started teaching to today? How- At
1: first when somebody will ask me about, you know, how the kids are different mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and then I go, Oh yeah, I've been teaching 30 years. Almost. Um, I think to myself, the kids are still kids. Hmm. There, there's a lot that is still the same about them. Yeah. Um, you know, but uh, then I start thinking about, well, I I love that the mental health is being addressed more. And mm-hmm. I know everybody's been talking about that now, like for the last. Totally. But, but back, you think about when maybe you were in school at Lincoln View, I don't know that that was very mm-hmm. much talked about. But we could have told you. Hey, I think this student, you know, could hmm. use, I'm so glad our school has invested in um, a full-time person mm. at the school and yeah. a part-time person. Yep. Um, and this is past our guidance counselors because our guidance counselors, you know, these are things that are past them that, yeah, you like know, beyond. they need, yeah, these yeah. kids need more. And so um, They need licensed professionals who know how to get to
0: the reality Mm -hmm. of the trauma they've experienced.
1: And I think that that, um, you know, you can argue about whether you should demand respect from the student first and then you'll give them respect Mm -hmm. or whether if you give them respect, then you'll get the respect back. Mm -hmm. You can argue about that, which way you can be hard nosed about it. Kids are different you got to figure out what each kid you mean is
0: different. Like
1: you just got to figure out how to get them to, um, (laughs) to really trust you. And um, you know, over the years, I've had people say, Oh, I think you should be a guidance counselor thinking, you know, and I say, no, nope," because this is where students trust. The trust is built. Hmm. They come to me and say, Mrs. Dowdy, can I talk to you about something? Then I can take them oh. and get them to the resource that they need. Totally. You know? So yeah.
0: it can be scary for kids, I'd imagine, yeah. to walk into the room for the first time with a counselor.
1: Yeah. Let yeah. alone like yeah. being in
0: the classroom. It's like, yep. Mrs. Dowdy's here to teach me English and language arts. Right. Right. And in the process, you're getting to know them, caring for them, and seeing mm-hmm. like, wow, they could use something more to really help them work through this thing. Right. Yep. That's cool. And you're such a safe person. That really matters to me. I think Mm -hmm. to have people in my life that it's like, I, I really trust you, you know, like, and I want to be that person for others as well. Yeah. So it's a
1: big, at times it can feel like a big responsibility totally to be that safe person. Yep. Um, that makes sense. You know, it's, but yeah, kids today—you mentioned, you know, maybe not having a dad, you know, loss of parent. No matter how it is mm-hmm. that they lose them, you know, maybe a, you know, a death or incarceration. Wow. Um. Or yeah. You know, whatever it might be, we see that a lot. Mm. Um, I feel a lot more now. I f- see a lot more grandparents and great grandparents caring, you know, for these like raising, these kids children, raising these grandchildren. Kids, yeah. Wow. Well, mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. You know, um,
0: one thing that's neat, I think one way we reconnected was through Matt Langdon. Yep. Who coaches track yep. at Lincoln view. And he also yep. heads up FCA fellowship of yep. Christian athletes mm-hmm. yep. for the high school students, um, specifically. Yep. And so, uh, Matt had called me up one day and said, Hey, or maybe he emailed me, but said, you know, I know you work with college athletes. You want to come back as an alumni and share your story, which was really impactful for me. Just thinking about how like the next generation, um, having some of my cousins as high school athletes right right there at Lincoln view. And, and so, um, I remember showing up that day and and seeing you and a couple Mm -hmm. other, you know, my, um, (laughs) Allison Hammonds and a few other adults that I, that I know. Um, and so like, with that, as well as one thing that's been neat for me to see continue at Lincoln, View, which took a lot of work and a lot of prayer, is the Bible program. And um oh mm-hmm. and so I, my Aunt Eileen is so yeah, such a big part of my story and you yeah. know, Mrs. Lucier, third grade teacher. Yes. And but there was a time where she um I mean, love her, went to be with the Lord, you know, in mm-hmm. September of last year, um, 2022, that would have been. Mm-hmm. But she and um a couple others really trusted the Lord with like, "How can we have a space near the property of the school where kids could actually have the freedom yes. to have a period where they can go and and learn mm-hmm. about the Bible, learn about jesus yep. and they my mom volunteered you know to among other volunteers to even just walk a class of kids. Yep. Because the teachers, I believe, were not allowed to do that with right. it being a public school. And so I'm just wondering I'm one, I'm thrilled mm-hmm. as an alumni, I'm like, in a person of faith, it's just awesome that the Lord is still preparing a way for kids to have that freedom. Yeah. But for you as a teacher and as a woman who is a believer and mm-hmm. a follower of Christ, like, how do you see faith playing into this generation? I mean, why, do, why is that so key that kids have the freedom to, to just grow
1: in their faith? in this generation yeah well i think a lot of times in particular maybe the students that i was referring to before who might not have that support system yeah they don't ever get exposed maybe to you know faith and yeah um so that they get this paper at the beginning of the year oh do you want to come? you know, mm-hmm. once a week, you know, and they start asking questions about, well, what is this? And mm. you know, um, so that provides, you know, an opportunity to talk with them about that. We also had Youth for Christ start back up this okay. past year um after school once a week. Um mm. Courtney Rager was heading that up. Yeah. Um and they used my room until after school until um, track season came. Okay, <laughs> then they, they went to Mrs. Miller's room okay. and, and finished that up. But again, kids that just need to hear this, they um, don't have that kind of uh, support. But you know what? I had a, a great family. Mm. <laughs> you know, bring you know, bringing up my mom and dad were awesome. Um, my my aunts, uncles, cousins. Uh, but my mom and dad, when I was born, they did not attend church. Oh, okay. They did when my, my sister is six years older than I am. Mm-hmm. And they um, attended church. Be- I knew that because they would talk about it once in a while. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why they stopped, really. But um, my mom would always take me to VBS in the summer. Oh, loved VBS. Go VBS. <laughs> that I tell you. I know it's a lot yeah. of work, guys, but keep doing your BBS program. Yep. Um, and uh, my aunt Dolores and my great aunt Ruth, hmm. I would stay overnight with my cousins and my aunt Dolores. They went to church every Sunday and mm-hmm. I just admired my aunt Dolores and in a lot of ways wanted to be like her. I think at times I thought to myself, I think I really belong to aunt Dolores. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but huh. no, I'm just, she wore makeup and my mom didn't okay. <laughs> you know, just kind yeah. of that, that kind of thing. She took me to the mall for the very first time. Wow. I mean, it was big stuff, yeah. but we would go and I loved seeing the songs and just, I just loved church. My great aunt Ruth would take me to church. I loved going downstairs to the little room and we'd each have our own special packet, like booklet, and they'd mm-hmm. tear a page out. And, well, you know, I like school, so this i a school from teacher, a teacher, right? Yeah. <laughs> totally. And I loved putting the little quarter in the basket when oh, they would yeah. pass the basket around. Huh. But even at home, at my house, TV, watching TV on Sunday mornings, those evangelists. I know some of them were kind of crazy back in that time, but there are yeah. some that I think back about. but. Mm. I would sit and watch them in in front of my TV on Sundays and try to figure out what was this all about, you know. <laughs> so That's I funny. I call myself a VBS kid. Yeah. You know. So um yeah, we're just, you know, with the FCA, the Youth for Christ, the Bible mm. board, um we're fortunate that yeah, um we have these opportunities um to explain or try, you know, model what what it is like mm. to be a believer
0: yeah um,
1: you know I I know a lot of times people will say oh you know keep taking God out of places and mm-hmm. I just always say they can't yeah guys they can't take yep. him out he's everywhere he is. he's he's there mm-hmm. you know I may not be able to freely say things at times but I can show things i can totally. model and i think kids they know they see through you quickly hmm. they know if you're authentic or not and totally. they know, they know if there's something different about you versus others there's a security that comes with having a relationship with christ you know mm-hmm.
0: there's an immovability when things happen in our life yes. it's like our testimony can speak for itself to see like why do you have peace why do you have joy like yes. i if if a person which i is part of the reason that I really value transparency, mm-hmm. you know as we bring things in the light and say, "This is genuinely what I've been through, mm-hmm. and for someone to go that doesn't make sense unless your faith is real yeah. and not just your faith but unless you're the God right that you mm-hmm. have faith in is yeah. a real God mm-hmm. who genuinely is bringing peace and joy mm-hmm. and contentment and all these things, right security, and so. Yeah, I would love to transition us into hearing more of your story. I know I've kind yeah. of teased right here yeah. on the podcast that, well, that's perfect. That it's what common, but said
1: because, yeah, um, peace you know, that verse about, um, having that peace that transcends all understanding. Like there's no reason why I should be peaceful in this moment. No, I should be a mess. Yeah. So it was actually, um, in November, it will have been two years ago that we had a fire at our house. Um, it was during the day. Um, it was one where, you know, he had the, the turkey, a fryer, mm. the oil was warming up because a lot of people are like, What happened? What happened? Oh, so
0: yeah. um we've all seen this is us.
1: Oh yeah. And everybody I, is like oh, wondering like yes. how did
0: all this happen, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so oh, I love this show. is your
1: story. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> now, this is us, yeah. You're like
0: it's the fryer, no, not no, the crock pot. He has like,
1: done it right. <laughs> he has uh, done that for fifteen, twenty years now. Mm. Um our pot was bad. Yeah. He said we need a new pot. Well you Know they had a whole new set, yeah. The same cost as you could just get the pot, so he bought a whole new set. Um, had checked the oil a few times to see if the temperature was, you know, getting to the right temperature. Um, and I remember him coming in and saying, Oh my gosh, we forgot to buy oil, we don't even have enough to fill it up to mm. the fill line, yeah. <laughs> um, because sometimes people overfill it and that. It's what gets people um, in trouble, but, so, so he came in the kitchen, and that's where I was, and he was um at the oven, he was putting all of his spices and things. he's a great cook. he was doctoring the turkey all up okay, and he said, "Oh no, and he, out the window out our kitchen window, you could see smoke, so he immediately ran to um ran out into the garage and outside mm. to see what was what's going on and he said later you know described the flames were coming up the entire side and higher up above the pot it was just engulfed in the flames and um i heard him shout for my son justice all of us were here um justice came running um then i heard justice holler for an extinguisher i Mm. passed the extinguisher to Callista. she got it justice I heard Justice say, I never saw the fire out there. I never saw it, what it looked like. Um, I heard Justice say, I can't get it. And so, um, I mean, the reason I didn't run out there, I had Rowan, my grandson, right there. He was up on the kitchen counter helping with making, you know, some good stuff for dinner. And um, so the turkey never made it even to the fryer. Mm -hmm. So um, the insurance and and everybody, the investigators that came and everything, um, determined that the regulator was faulty on the fryer. Meaning it's supposed to control the flow of propane. Oh. And it let loose. Wow. And it just yeah engulfed everything in the flames. Mm-hmm. The thing is, I just, you know, with having Shaley and Rowan yeah. here at the time, I remember just immediately getting Rowan down and saying, Hey guys, we got to go out of grandma's house. Mm. I, we just, we got to go out for a little bit, just calm as can be, you know, um, nothing else crosses your mind in that moment. Mm. At least mine. I guess I always thought if anything ever happened, you know, you'd think oh, I need to get this. I need to get that. Like, no. what's
0: the first thing you would grab on the way out? Right. right. We hear that hypothetical question. Right. And in that moment, were you thinking about what's the first thing <laughs> I need to grab? I need my phone charger. I... <laughs> no.
1: That wasn't on your mind. No. Right? No. I just happened to have my phone with me um, mm. in my pocket. So had my phone with me. And I think, you know, we're, we're athletes, muscle memory. Yeah. On the way out, my keys and my wallet were always sitting on the stand right there. Okay. And I just automatically grabbed them, I mm. guess. I didn't consciously really think about it, but I'm so glad yeah. that I did because I was able to move my vehicle away. Oh. And um, so that, yeah. I remember Shaley going, why? Why do we have to go out? And I said, we, we just have to. Let's get going. She'd been in by the Christmas tree. Mm. I never put my Christmas tree up before um, you know, like December, but that year I did. Mm. Um, so we, we were, you know, heading out. And of course, at that time they say, you know, they see the fire and they say, grandma, your house. And I say, it's okay. Don't worry. I'm I, my tone and my voice never changed. I'm just, Mm. we're going to get in grandma's Durango, we're just going to drive down the road a little bit. You know, I just wanted to get them away. I didn't really, I didn't really want them to see it honestly, but yeah, they were going to see it. And so I probably drove just like a quarter mile down the road and we parked the vehicle and um, yeah. uh, Grandma, your house. And I said, Hmm. don't worry, grandma will get a new house. It's okay. And, And I don't know if, other grandmas are like me. I'm kind of a strange one at times. But mm. I said, don't worry, guys. Hey, the fire department's coming. We're going to get to see the fire department mm. come. I was trying to make it like this. Yeah. I, I wonder if Paw Patrol's going to be rolling in here to help you're them. Trying to, it sounds know. like you're
0: even maybe trying to shield them. Oh, absolutely. In a ways, like just from even to, having to see yeah,
1: yeah. the reality see of destruction. the reality. And- um my granddaughter opened Uh, her hands yeah and she had two ornaments off the tree Mm. that were her mom's oh that's one of the things i miss my tree ornaments yeah little things the kids made yeah or even like my mom's Mm. ornaments that you know i would have had on there but Mm -hmm. but um yeah that was one thing and then a little reality hidden with her about um oh, my, my blue dolphin, my dolphins, grandma are in mm. there. And, you know, I said, it's okay. The fire department's coming. Don't worry. Mm. You know? So, yeah. And, and we, we
0: were, um, we were going to be doing this podcast back in February.
1: Yeah. Right. It yeah, was virtual we and
0: <laughs> and clearly the Lord knew this was the time right here in, in July. This is the time for the podcast. Yeah. And I bring that up because, um, uh, last February we had recorded and actually didn't, and and someone. we're not the only podcast that happens sometimes right yeah. like and yeah. so but we had recorded and at that time you had shared like all i know is that there's boxes coming yeah (laughs) right so that your your home was completely Mm is that right like completely torn down yes there was nothing really standing no except the the basement of the basement yeah and
1: they just totally
0: gutted that all out and the home that we're in right now Mm -hmm. they rebuilt you said on the foundation um we are in a room right now that um is full of multiple boxes. And so yeah. um I guess that would be about 5 months later. Love. Like praise the lord, every single yes. one of your family members yes, yes. right? walked oh, yes. out safe, yes, and alive. Yes. And and so in the midst of that there is the grief of losing yes, your home sweet home. Yeah. And then there is a season of rebuilding that home, yep. a new home on the same foundation. Mm-hmm. Um and now we're here with boxes of things (laughs) yeah that were um that were found in the midst of the rubble or have you would put that so can you tell just share a little bit more about like what this season like what has that been like for you you're finding things maybe that you hoped you'd find Mm -hmm. maybe there's things you didn't (laughs) expect but how yeah how's that going
1: for you yeah good I I mean I we've taken it obviously we've taken our time doing it um Because it can get a little overwhelming. Um, My son assigned us to do two boxes a day. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Two a day. Yeah, two a day. Um, Mm. But, for example, I just opened um, one that had dishes in it that my mom, they'd always been in the hutch. Yeah. In the kitchen growing up. And I had that hutch in my Mm. dining room area with those kitchen um, dishes. Yeah. And um, I opened that box and I said, wait, how? that can't be. Mm -hmm. How do I have these dishes? Because in my mind, I mean, I remembered seeing them covered with the black Mm. soot. I mean, and so apparently it came off of those. Okay, but I thought so many of them were shattered. And I was like, I can't believe, how do I have all of these pieces to it the coffee Mm. cups and everything I'm like oh I'm now I need to get something to display them because the hutch is not in good shape um my husband was gracious he um allowed me it it is (laughs) I still have it it's in a storage unit along with my grandfather's Edison record player Mm. and a few other things that I just at the moment I said Can we please just hold on to it just for a little bit? Yeah. Let me, let me think about this and let me see if anybody thinks they could restore this or save this. Um, The Edison player actually still plays, but the case of it is destroyed. So, yeah, you know, is there one out there that looks like it, but the inside doesn't work, you know, that kind of thing. So my husband was gracious and let me, he knows I'm just very sentimental. Sure. You know? don't have my parents anymore so those things are precious to me so I am one thing I'm still hoping to find is a little red diary those ones that they gave you like five lines to write what you did yes yeah it was from 1973 wow. I was four years old and my mom wrote in there so you know you talk about handwriting mm. I talk with the kids about handwriting and legible. I say <laughs> Yeah. Go ahead. You know, it's part of your personality and you see that handwriting of that person mm. and you just, you know, their handwriting, yeah. you just know it. Um So I'm hoping to come across that because I, I was four and
0: mm. she
1: wrote down all the things like Sandy and I went to the store today or mm. Sandy and I did this today, yeah. went to visit someone. And um just to have that, I would, so I'm hoping in one of these boxes yet. So, you know, but it's almost like it's Christmas at times because I'm opening and unwrapping mm. them and I'm going, oh, this made it. I'm so happy that, you know, this made it. But I guess, you know, I try to explain to the kids sometimes that that word joy, you know, I just want to say that that word joy. Um, sticks with you and Mm. no matter the circumstances. Yeah. And you can tell the, the verse they ought to, you know, look at for that, you know, it, it doesn't depend on your circumstances, whether you're content, those words that you were saying Mm. before, um, you know, I, I know what it's like to seriously just have the clothes on your back. Yeah. Well, um, we lived with my son for and his wife for a couple months, and mm. then we were. Uh, I was in my first apartment on the third floor of a beautifully mm. renovated apartment in in town, and um, I remember saying to the seventh grade students, "Guys, aren't you going to be so excited for your first apartment? Won't yeah. that be awesome?" Yeah, and I said, "That's what I'm going to do when I walk up those stairs. I'm going to just put my bag on, act like I'm twenty something." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> moving into this your is, new apartment Moving into my new apartment yeah because I knew when I went back to school those kids were going to be watching oh yeah you know um mm-hmm. how's Mrs. Dowdy going to be after mm-hmm. this
0: so how would you yeah. say that um I think you know James talks about and I have experiences in my life the last few years um in different ways than yours um but James talks about how like trials really test us and refine us and build our character Absolutely. and allow us to become more perseverant. Even as a track coach, right? Mm-hmm. You probably yeah. teach endurance and perseverance, some of those yeah. things and actually yeah. well, like how have you seen the Lord um like really build what has he done in your own life that he's you see him kind of building? Does that make yeah. sense? Even as your is yeah. being built, what is he building in you? Because we're works family? in
1: progress, right? Totally, totally. Um, so I mean you I, uh, I, I come from a family who have always handed things down. Mm-hmm. So, losing those pieces, mm. you know, it felt. Sorry, I'm gonna get. It felt like I was disappointing them in a little way. Um, mm. And I'm sentimental because of losing my parents. Um, so I want to hold on to things. But mm. you know, he taught me that it's not those things. It's I don't need to have those things because I lost a lot of mm-hmm. you know lost a lot of things. Sorry guys. <laughs> um, but I don't need to have those things mm. to keep those memories mm. and that love, you know, it just stays with you. So mm. even though I'm crying. <laughs> Because, yeah. you know, it's still hard, but, um, but, you know, we are, we we have, um, Mrs. Leith does a great job. She comes in for a week every year and teaches about grit. Hmm. And, you know, I tell the kids, guys, my phone could ring and it could be a life-changing phone call. It could be something good. Mm-hmm. It could be something not so good. Yeah. And if we all live long enough, you're you're gonna come across a time like that. Mm-hmm. And you've gotta have grit. We've gotta have that perseverance, you know? And so definitely um our family, I think, you know, and community, just the mm-hmm. strength. It was just overwhelming <laughs> how everyone um, mm. you know, came together to support us the kids had a hat day um and raised money that way at school for us we had um people come to um my son's home and bringing us things Mm. that night i mean people coming um you know and not overwhelming us just hey you know we heard what happened here and Mm. yeah um you know We've always tried to do our best to give, (laughs) to give to Mm -hmm. others and to have, be on the receiving end is really, Mm -hmm. um, you know, everybody kept saying, you know, we would say, okay, we're going to pass this on, you know, you know, when we're able to pass this on. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, uh, just. Yeah, definitely was a trial to try to, that, you know, I'm like trying to figure out everything that God wanted to show us through this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people, some people would say, oh, you know, you don't deserve that. Well, nobody deserves that. <laughs> Nobody no. deserves that. But there's, there's something behind it. Mm-hmm. There's something behind it. I said, you know, who knows, maybe somebody at that apartment we stayed with. Um, maybe there was something, for some reason, I needed to be there.
0: Yeah. You
1: know, because I, I like to make connections with people. So, of course, <laughs> I made connections with people in the totally. apartment there. Or, um, you know, if someone else maybe would have purchased that particular
0: mm.
1: turkey fryer set. Yeah, could have been them. It could have been them and they could have maybe you know, yeah, it could have been worse or maybe they wouldn't have been able to you know, have the still the joy or the contentment, you know, mm-hmm. as as you go through it. But yeah, I, uh, it was just like as long as we're all okay, <laughs> I'm, mm. I'm good with having the clothes on my totally. back. You know, um oh, I appreciate so, um your tears, I think. Yeah, Sorry I think they about show. that. No, but
0: thank you for letting, like allowing us to enter in just to to the grief, right? <laughs> yeah. There's a reality of grief. loss. And mm-hmm. I think all of us, every person who lives on this earth, yeah. not every person has lost their home to a fire, but every person has experienced, you know, some, tor- some type of loss Absolutely. like in your life. Yeah. And so, Even as you're listening here and um, yeah, thanks for being a part of this journey with us today on this episode and hearing Mrs. Dowdy's story. And I think um, maybe consider like what either what is that loss for you that you just need to have the freedom, whether it's to talk to God or talk to a friend and say, like, I'm just sad, like Mm -hmm. I miss this person or I miss this thing or i miss i thought i was going to have success in this thing but it felt like a failure like you just feel this sadness or this grief i think we all can really relate to that and the second question is maybe what's something that you're holding on to too tightly i know sometimes for me i hold on to things of this world way too tightly and the reality is when they're gone um over time i'm typically reminded that that's not the thing that's worth holding on to like yeah, we're right. really here yeah. um the one thing that will never change is that that we're, we're made for heaven, you know? And, and so everything here is going to yeah. pass away eventually. Um, mm-hmm. But we we're made to be with him. And so the one thing that we can be sure of is that our security really comes from a relationship with God. And so if that's something that you want to talk more about, just reach out. Um, but it's also relationships matter, you know? And, and what I heard from Mrs. Dowdy's story also is that um, the first thing that she grabbed wasn't a thing, Yeah, no, <laughs> the instinct of the keys and wallet happened, right. That muscle yeah. memory, but really right. the first thing that she grabbed was her people. Yeah. And so her grandchildren, um, just say like, this is who, this mm-hmm. is what I want to keep close to my heart. It's not, yeah. it's not the phone charger. It's not the, you know, it's, <laughs> it's really my people. And so what does it look like to really see, um, everything in my life. You've challenged me. Um, but just to see the things in my life is as gifts from yes, God, Yes, you know? And, oh, yes. Um, and so there's just so much, I feel like you've spoken into us today. <laughs> I'm, I'm inspired, but not in a way of like, here's a gold star, you know, but you're just <laughs> right. you're walking it out yeah, yeah. with your family, yeah. with your community, with your Lord. Um, and so I would love to give you the freedom to even, um, yeah, just anything else that you want to share as we close out this particular episode, I'm really grateful for you well, opening I think... up. I think you're going to impact <laughs> a lot
1: of people. Just yeah. What you shared. I think it's just so amazing. I'm going to let you have this paper that I had made a few notes on, but sure. just for example, this world is not home. Mm. I had written that on this paper as and like, we had discussed that. Had we, we had not discussed that. Yeah. Um, I just think, um, you know, uh, and, and like you said, you know, for works in progress, hmm. you know, I had written down about the trials producing wow. the character, the, Yeah, you know, were <laughs> pretty crazy. And we had not shared this. No. I had yeah. not shared That's this paper with it. you yeah. before. So you really hit a lot of the things that um, I really wanted to talk about, but um, I really saw, I mean, I saw firsthand how God can take, Uh, ashes I I I walked through the ashes yeah I walked I dug through the ashes. literally I dug through I my husband said um they're gonna need to come and take the house down Mm. (laughs) and I said I just need a few more days I want to go through it a couple more times and I would seriously overturn every single thing just Mm -hmm. to see um you know, we did find that dolphin. You did? The blue dolphin? We did. It was downstairs here. It was on the couch under a blanket. And it was, yeah, I'm not kidding you. Um, that, so that was under a
0: blanket under a blanket. She'd
1: been apparently. Yeah. And that meant so much to her. Yep. Yep. Wow. And the pink one we couldn't find. She'd won them at the fair. Okay. And been carrying these dolphins around with her. Um, The pink one we couldn't find. And I didn't lie to her and tell her, oh, we found the other one. But um, someone shared one of my Facebook posts. And a family, the Hurless family from Mm. Van Wert, their twin girls had one, those same pink dolphins. And she brought one to the school for her. And I said, so cool. you know, when I gave it to her, I said, this is not that one. But yeah. 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 I mean. It means a lot. It, yeah. Hmm. It, it was just, just really amazing. But yeah, to walk through the ashes and now here to be in this home and, hmm. you know, sometimes I, feel I, I need to be more grateful for it because hmm. sometimes I, you know uh, those Facebook memories pop up, oh, <laughs> you know, it's true. Facebook, you know, it'll say, we thought you'd enjoy seeing this memory today. Well, yes. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. you know, Oh, darn. Yeah. There's that, you know? Oh, I, cause I, I loved our house. <laughs> mm. I did. We had just totally redone the basement. Seriously, yeah. just a couple months before and huh. so excited about it. And, um, but just so thankful for God providing us with being able to have a new home because, mm. um, you know, our insurance coverage was not up to what it should have been. And with the prices at the time. Yeah. It was, you know, and the bank will only loan you so much money to cover the gap. So, totally. yeah. you know, it was like, are we even going to be able to build, mm. you know, and keep this? So. Um, yeah, God, um, totally could see him working through so many different people, so many different people mm. who helped us. Um, you know, we can't do
0: life alone, you we know. Can't. Some of us, we try so hard, yeah. it's like just to, it's so much easier sometimes. I think you're right, just to mm-hmm. want to like give and want to help, and and that's good. Like, to, we want to <laughs> have hearts of generosity, but when we're in a position that it's like, wow, I actually in a. And am in need you know and need to receive not just me but my family and it's pretty humbling isn't it when it's like I don't have a lot to offer right now even emotionally yeah when we go through trauma and hard things sometimes it's like I I, my heart wants to help you but I don't even have a lot emotionally to give yeah because because I just am in a space of healing and so I pray that for you and for your family and just that um yeah just that the lord would continue to to really help you to experience healing yes but not rush thank you past you. right yes yes and so what's it look like to even like yeah for him to, to heal those spaces as you continue to open, open boxes. boxes um <laughs> I mean, you definitely yeah. have that um coming between now and christmas yeah. more and more, and more, and more. Yep. gifts to open yes and so yeah. thank That's you really so much for joining you're me welcome. on the podcast this has been an adventure it's been wonderful yeah and yeah, just really care a lot about you. Um, I appreciate. That. And so this is a priceless backstory, right? Your story is priceless. and I want to say thank you for joining us in this episode and have a wonderful week and remember, stay priceless.